Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. All right, everybody. In the last episode, we talked about the book, gave a great book review for Who Not How, which I think is one of the key books I've read in relation to business in a long time. And we're gonna be talking about some of those key concepts uh, with our mastermind here coming up soon. So one of the things people, I often hear, and in, in a lot of discussions with people about, they understand that they need to incorporate more people in the business, and especially the role of an assistant. They want to hire somebody to do some of those administrative things to help take that off their plate. A lot of times, especially us as real estate investors, we're kind of entrepreneurial, big picture oriented. We're gonna go out, we're gonna look for deals, take down deals, do all these big things. And we get lost or we really struggle with some of the details, some of the necessary tasks that aren't entrepreneurial. You know, if you've studied the, the DISC personality uh, profiles, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're Ds, we're real driven, we're real outgoing, and we need somebody complimentary to help uh, keep the whole ship going in the right direction and not falling apart. So since this is something people struggle with, and this is something I struggled with for well over a year, I just thought I'd, we would talk today about three potential ways you can hire an assistant. Okay, for today, I am talking about a virtual assistant. So they could be in your town, they could be in the Philippines, really doesn't matter. Um, but I'm not talking about a VA that you hire through Upwork. If you hire a VA overseas through Upwork, then there's pretty much a system already in place, right? So I'm talking more about if you're struggling to figure out how to hire a VA where you have to provide compensation, structure for their work, um, and a way to manage them. No matter how you hire your assistant, the key is going to be being very specific about what you want done. And you don't have to uh, be clear about how you want it done, right? They're the who, they can figure out how, but you have to give some kind of guidance. So in general, anybody we hire as an assistant, they're not going to have that entrepreneurial perspective to go out and solve the problem. They kind of want a routine and um, structure and how to get the problem done. So it's key, like Michael Gerber's uh, The E-Myth, to have some kind of checklist or some kind of process already in place um, so that they kind of know what you want done and what the ultimate objective is. What should it look like? for If they're successful, what will this look like? Ideally, you'll hire somebody at a high enough level that they already have administrative um, experience. They are already gifted in those areas. And so 
in that case, we don't have to have everything nailed down completely. We can hire them and explain what the objective is, what the end result needs to be, and they can help figure out what the system is to deliver it. But the more nailed down we can have it from, from day one, the better. Okay, so three ways that you can hire a VA. And uh, then I'll explain how I hire mine. All right, one is hourly. So, you know, obviously it's easy if you say what tasks you want done and then how much you're going to pay them per hour. And you can either say that they text you when they start working and text you when they quit or just have them track their hours or have a shared spreadsheet where they record their hours, um, something like that. There's some level of trust because you uh, have to trust that they are working when they say they're working. And also you need to know pretty much what they can accomplish in an hour. So you have some idea if the amount of number of hours they're working actually relates to what they're getting done. But that's an easy way to handle it because in some things, let's say it's returning calls on leads or from sellers, you could have one week where there are a lot of leads and you could have one week where there's very few. And so if they, if you're just paying by the hour, well then, they get paid when they work more and they get paid less when they work less. So that's one simple way. Um, another way is to have kind of a base pay or a uh, like ta task-oriented pay, I should say. So they have these certain things they have to do each week and for each task, you're going to pay them so much money. If they get the task done, then that works. If they don't, um, then they will get paid when they are done. So, I mean, this is the general concept for when you hire contractors to do work orders, right? Some weeks they'll get a lot of work orders. Some weeks they'll get a few and they get paid for the work orders they get done. So it would be the same with a, a virtual assistant. So what tasks do you really want them to do? And um, if you know about how long it takes to do those tasks, what that time is worth to you, then you can hire them on a task basis where you pay them for those tasks. And that's another way to do it. It's fairly simple. Um, the way I ended up hiring mine, which in the end I think is the best way. So mine is a... Uh, the person who assists me with our business, she is in our town, but we see each other maybe once a week and talk on the phone maybe another time a week. Otherwise, she works from her location and we share documents online and in our, our property management software. All right, so kind of the, the process for hiring her is there's a base pay. So... She has set things she needs to do each week. As long as those are done, it really doesn't matter to me whether it takes a little bit of time or a lot of time, whether she gets it done on Monday or on Friday, it's really up to her. She can structure her time how she wants and the more efficient she is at getting those things done, the better, right? So I pay a set amount for those tasks and her being a very high level 
um, administrative assistant. She's able to take on more and more over the years as uh, she's gotten better at understanding what we already do and improving those systems, then she's been able to add more things onto that. Additionally, there are things um, that are not weekly. You know, sometimes they occur, sometimes they don't. Sometimes there's a big influx of people, sometimes there isn't. And so with those things, that's a separate pay. So that's how we do it. And for me, it works very well because for me, it is worthwhile to pay that amount uh, monthly to have those things completed every week. And I don't want to worry about how many hours worked, what days of the week or anything like that. I just wanna know those tasks are done. Since we have property management software that's in the cloud and Google Sheets that we share in the cloud, then I can see what work is being done and what tasks are getting completed. And we can share different notes for things, additional things that I need done. So that has worked out very well for me and it's benefited her. So I really, I hope that's an encouragement to you. And I guess my last thought on hiring an assistant is that there are people and I didn't realize this a few years back, but I realize it now. There are a lot of people who have some time in their day. And for them, it would be a great opportunity to be able to work a few hours and make extra money. Not to have set hours at a job that they have to show up to. Not to have to commit to 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week, but to be able to work a few hours a day or a handful of hours a week on their schedule, have a role to play and contribute to a business and earn additional money. Those people are all over the place. So if you really put it out there and say, this is what you're looking for and these are the skills you want and these are the tasks that they'll have to do, I really don't think you'll have uh, much of a problem finding that person who's willing to contribute, wants to be a part of something bigger than them, wants to contribute to the business, and uh, will really help you take your business further than you can on your own. So I hope that helps. If you have uh, any questions on really how that pans out or what that looks like, reach out to me, send me a message on Facebook, email, whatever is most convenient for you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey.